like literally, like as leaders as getting into like ministry, you gotta watch yourself, man. You gotta watch what you do, everything. You gotta work out your salvation with fear and trembling. You gotta go to the Holy Spirit. You gotta have godly counsel, not people around you that only tell you what you want to hear, or people around you that's basically somewhat on your level, but low enough to the point where they can't tell you about yourself because you're all wise and all knowing. <laughs> you know, you know, don't ever get to the point where no one can correct you. That's when you make a mistake. That's when ministry is really established when no one can correct you. When you go uncheck, that's where it's a problem. If you can go, if you go uncheck in your ministry, you're a threat to the kingdom. You're a threat. And a fall is coming. Proud go for the fall. Proud go for the fall, y'all. It's not good. Like I said, don't be like Proverbs 13 uh, and 20. You know, uh, what to say? Um, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, but a company of fools shall be destroyed. Never get to the point where you're no longer walking with wise men. That means those wise men tell you about yourself. Because if you in ministry and you don't have nobody to tell you about yourself or a ministry, you have nobody to tell you about yourself, you're in a bad place and I don't trust you. Well, you don't have, you know, a, a council of people other than you and everybody else who call it who uh, clap for you all the time. That's a scary place, for real. That's a scary place, man. Like the, what? Like uh, what? Like Proverbs uh four se- uh four seven say, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. I mean, we all know this scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, all your ways and nonsense, just direct your paths. We all know that, man. Trust in the Lord. Do not lean on your own understanding, because your own understanding is crazy, yo. I mean, I, I'm a believer, man. I'm, I'm a leader in ministry. I know what it's like to lean on my own understanding, man. Boy, I hurt people. And I'm not even like a big-time mega p- a pastor. I'm on low, I was on low-level ministry stuff, and I hurt people, man. I only imagine, like, I can't do it, man. Because I, I found I realized when, when I really needed like when I needed this person to give me like a for help me for my resume, she had she had nothing good to say. When I reached out to this guy, he had nothing good to say. I'm like, yo, I mean, it was a couple of people. Yeah, a lot of other people had some great things to say. They let me know that hey, I ain't a heathen now. You know, I did some things right, but it's like as a believer, when you truly care, that hit me, man. Cause it's just the fact that one person, man, you know. They're just one person. I mean, I know I'm not perfect, but as a leader, I care. I care my interaction with another person who, quote unquote, trusted, who trusted me. You know, I mean, where did, you know, which I'm going to talk about their side on the next uh, podcast, on the, the next session. But today we're talking about from a leader's perspective for leaders. You know, I ain't talking about your person who's being abused or whatever. I ain't saying I'm abusing one. I ain't abusing nobody. But I, one thing I do notice, man, you know, I need to see my word with grace. Sometimes, you know, I'm talking like it's the, it's the man of God. The word of God is the truth. The word of God sharpening double-edged sword. Yeah, she's in word of grace, Tay. It's okay. You don't got to, you know, hellfire all the time. It's okay. I had to learn that. I was just all hellfire. Like I said, it took me, it took me, you know, hurting people. It took me, you know, hurting myself and messing up, you know, situations for myself for me to realize that, hey, this is not good. And I'm building something that I don't want. 
to remain later in my life because one day I might be a pastor. No, no way, I take that back. I don't want to be nobody pastor. And Jesus, I just pray in Jesus' name that is not the call of my life. And Lord, I thank you if that's not the call of my life. And I give you all the glory. But anyway, one day I might get called to be a, a major leader in the, you know in church. You know, and um, I don't want to have these foundational things as a leader in my life because I am going to hurt someone. I'm going to hurt someone. Someone is going to be hurt. Someone is going to leave the church. Someone is going to hate Jesus because of me. I get in the way. It was me. I'm supposed to be dead. When I got baptized, I died. I'm dead in Christ. No longer I live, but Christ liveth within me. But when I realized sometimes in ministry, I just, I just want to be on a, some freaking zombie mode. I just come up out the castle. Like, All right, Jesus, I, I got it from here. Oh, Jesus. Oh, they accepted me. Oh, I come alive. Oh, Jesus. They clap for me. Oh, I come alive. Oh, Jesus. Oh, they, oh Jesus. They, oh, they, 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 they love me. I come alive. No, take, stay your butt down in that casket. Because at the end of the day, you want to get your reward. Because those same hands that clap for you is those same hands that point, point at you. And I found that out the hard way. Same hands that clap for me. Same hands that made me feel good. The same hands that made me feel accepted. The same hands that made me feel like I was just the man of God was the same hands that pointed at me. And it hurt. And I learned this at lower level ministry. I ain't even like, <laughs> boy, that's how I know. I mean, because by the grace of God, and I don't like using grace sometimes because, you know, I'm just different. But it's just by God's mercy, man, that God snatched me up. And, and, and told me, man, like, look, man, put me on game. I'm like, look, man, you can't treat my people this way. I would deal with your tail. It would be better if you tie the missile around your neck and be tossed in the sea. You become, you become the stone blocks of my children, man. At the end of the day, these are God's children, y'all. Whether you a low-level uh, leader, when I mean low-level leader, I'm not you know, discrediting your level. I'm just saying, well, you ain't just a pastor, but you a leader within the ministry. You know, whether you a low-level, whether you mid, high, or Bishop, overseer, whatever you are, watch how you treat God's people because at the end of the day, they're souls and they hurt. They hurt bad and they come in broken. And if you don't, God would deal with your tail. He will avenge his people, man. If I, yeah, y'all be, better listen to Alphabet uh, or hear about double life. You know, in my, you know. So if you ever uh, want to uh, learn about certain stuff, you know, Go look up Alphabet. You know, this is uh, it's a four part city, you know, audio. It's called Alphabet. A F F A B E L. A F F A B E L. It's called Alphabet Windows of Eternity by John Bevere. Yo, that junk is A1. Whenever I feel like I'm tripping or whenever I feel like I'm not doing well or whenever I feel like, you know, like I'm kind of getting overboard, I always bored. Somehow, somewhere, I'll get led back to that to humble myself. I need to be humbled. As leaders, you need to have something that, that constantly humble you, probably weekly. Because sometimes in this walk, whether you believe it or not, I don't know what it is about when it comes to the church and not the world, but when we're anointed in the church, men are, bruh, man will raise you up. That is how it is. They will lift you up, they will idol worship you. And the higher you go, the unforgiving they are. We all know that as leaders, the higher you go in ministry, the unforgiving people are. The higher you go, the less prayers come, uh, you know, people start praying for. You know, people don't pray for you no more. They want you to pray for them. 
They are, they are, they are feeding for you. They are pulling everything out of you. And if you don't have the right mentality, if you don't have the right foundation, if you don't have that humbleness inside you, you know, without taking God's glory all the time, boy, you, boy, it's going to be bad for you. Because you will slip up and fall one day. That just, man, you will fall. Whether it be big, it's coming. If it ain't came yet, it's coming. If it already came yet, learn. Because I've seen people, you know, I'm going to leave that go because, you know, people, people get offended. But anyway, all I'm saying is learn from your mistake. Because you think, you know, one fall you can shake away from. It's it's, <laughs> Apostle Don said, I got to fix the fix to fix you. Well, God got to fix the fix to fix you. So, but anyway, as a leader, this is from a leader perspective coming up. You need to deal with that. Or God would deal with you. For real. Like, really, man. You got to watch how you treat God's people. You got to watch your foundation. You got to watch what you, what you yearn for. What you desire. Your fleshly desires. Watch that, y'all. Watch your fleshly desires. Because that is that what drive you? That's what you're driving forth to drive you through ministry up the ranks and ordination and, and Bible colleges and degrees and certificates and certifications, man. It ain't going to be good for you. It ain't pure. It ain't of the Lord. It's flesh. And, that's, and that flesh need to die. But thank God there's a God who loves you and who was who was sending himself, who will find a way to, you know, pierce that heart and be like, look, man, chill out. I'm warning you. For real. Or I'm gonna deal with that too. Cause God dealt with me. He dealt with me hard. God know how to deal with me. Cause I'm 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 that type of leader. If I don't hear God present, I think I'm going to hell. Or if, or if I don't feel God present, if I don't hear God, I think I'm going to hell. I'm that I'm that person. I'm that, I'm extreme. If I don't if I don't feel the God, if I don't feel His presence, if I don't hear the Holy Spirit, I think I'm going to hell. God removed His stuff from me, and I start I start noticing something different. I start noticing that uh, there's no fruit. I'm dry. There's nothing, and I'm like, oh snap! I'm going to hell. Uh oh, baby, <laughs> God left me. Oh, every t- <laughs> I'm serious. I went Ichabod, but no, God didn't leave me. He just showed me something because He showed me. I love Jesus. What I love Jesus, but without Jesus, like I realized, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I feel. I, I feel Moses, man. When God was like, yo, I, uh, I see you, I'll give you an angel, take the church and land, the promised land, but I ain't going. Moses was like, uh, no, I am not going without you. And I feel that because at the end of the day, man, that's all I have. I learned a long time ago that it's nice to have disciples. It's nice to have people look up to you. But at the end of the day, you know, they man, they will turn against you. I witnessed it. Especially if they hurt, which they are. They will hurt you. They will make your life like a living hell. When you, when as leaders, sometimes we put our trust in the members that think they'll be there with us forever. No, bro. That's why it's very important that you, whenever you see, and I'm kind of like close, but whenever you see a person is getting too close to you, you start realizing this is, now you kind of tap it into like a, a relationship you're supposed to have with Christ. Now you're starting to do a little bit more with me than you're doing with Jesus. 
as a humble man, you know, it'd be wise for you to stop it there and nip it in the bud. It'd be wise. Because it's almost like a, a relationship. Uh, uh, just it's not it's not a good it's not gonna it's not gonna it's, it's just it's not gonna end bro it's just not gonna end well. Either you gonna hurt them or they gonna hurt you. Either they gonna consume your life, and you gonna be one of like yo man I, I need some time to myself man y- y'all just keep calling me and texting me and being around like look I need some time yourself you know I'm like well it's your fault. You their God, what you expect? You their Lord and Savior, what you expect? They supposed to do that to Christ, but they do them to you. That's what happens. You got your late. Congratulations. You got your reward. You wanted to be God. Now you realize how annoying they really are. Let's keep on. It's like, bro, I got a life too. Well, no, you don't. You thought you did. But yeah. It's, it's, this is real talk, y'all. This is from a leader perspective, man. Watch how you deal with God's people, man. And if you see them broken and hurt, man. Let God use you, but then get that the heck out the way. Doubt to yourself, because many people go to the cross, but don't, uh, but don't get on, don't get on the cross. It's like, bro, you go to the cross, but don't get on the cross. Die to yourself, man. It'd be important. Learn that now, if you're a leader, man. Don't wait later on. You need to die completely. Like, get rid of yourself, man. Because any inch of yourself can do like so much harm to an individual. Like literally, man. The way you're saying is death. What? Hey, what? It's not physical death, but something's going to die. Something's not going to live. And you don't want to be that person, man. Who you stand for God, and you go through the fire. You know your works go through the fire, and you know some stuff burn up, some stuff don't. You get rewarded and all that stuff, and you look around, you're like, "Yo, where's this person, man? Well, this person didn't make it. Why this person didn't make it? Well, because." Cause see, you repented for your, you know, your 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 mistakes. Cause you're smart, you're a Christian, you're a leader. You you know you know to repent before you die. But this person didn't. This person hated me because of you. You took advantage of this person. They had unforgiveness in their heart. They had bitterness, and they chose not to follow me anymore because of you. Like, oh Jesus, I don't want that conversation. You know? Like, God. That's what I think about. I think about that all the time. That I'm gonna get to my judgment uh, seat and and I and I and I pray that anybody God entrusts in me for a season or God want me to help, you know. That I'll never lead no one astray. That should be the heart of a leader. Like you never want to leave a broken soul astray from the Lord. But you just want to be that that vessel that 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 help them get to the Lord. This is a no name, no face. You just want to be like, hey, I just I'm I'm just a her servant. You know, but you don't want to be the person who can you do, you don't want to be that person in, in the kingdom. And you don't want to see that because in a day hell is real. And a lake of burning sulfur is real. Second death is real. And people are going. Christians are going. If, so if you think you're a Christian and you can't get thrown in the, uh, hell, boy, who lied to you? We're going to talk about that on some other uh, podcast. But uh, as a leader, it's very important for you to pay close attention to these members out here with brokenness, who's hurt, 
who, who need Christ more than ever. You got to know, you got to discern. You got to get out of the way, even if even if you know you want the praise and you know you want the worship and you know you want the you just want to feel good. Humble yourself, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow Christ and get the heck out the way because you are literally playing with fire. If you know that you ain't mature enough, humble yourself and say, you know what, I just can't do it, Can you know. Ask them to go to another leader. Or ask them, like, look, and be like, oh, some, some. That's what godly counsel come in. Bring somebody else in who's mature enough. Like, hey, yo, this person right here, you know, I know I'm the main leader, but I feel like this, I feel like you can really influence this person very well for the kingdom. Now, you see, I said influence for the kingdom, not influence. And, like, you know, you can influence them for the kingdom. You'd be a very person, you mature enough. Hey, go ahead. I just, you know, I just don't got it right now. It's okay as a leader. But uh, you don't want to build that as a ministry and not ministry and it become all you and, and then now you on the news. And worse, you probably miss your blessing or miss the kingdom or somebody goes to hell because of your foolishness, because of your foundation, because you built your whole ministry off of you, because you let your, your, your ways get, a, get ahead of yourself. You got in the way. Your own personal gain, your own personal glory, all the people that you push down and kick to get to where you at. You know, you're gonna realize how lonely you really are at the end. Because at the end of the day, I learned this in ministry. No one wants to attain, you know, achieve by themselves, man. You, everybody want to share it, man. It's a gift, man, to be shared around. It sucks when you gotta celebrate by yourself. You want to celebrate with a family, with a team, with a body. It ain't. It, it sucks when you're by yourself. It's like you having your own personal birthday party at your own house with only one, with you and your cake. With nobody there. Not even Christ. Because you will get your reward if you keep abusing God's people, keep manipulating God's people, keep taking your stuff and running with it for your own personal gain, you will get your reward. And that's it. And it's going to be earthly. It's sure going to be heavenly. So watch your heart. Get out of yourself. Die. Stay dead. And if you got to go back to your foundational stuff and uproot some stuff, if you got to sit down for a minister like I did, you know, for a couple years or a year or however long. I've been so long I forgot. Do it. Because at the end of the day, what if profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? What if profit a man to gain a mega church and lose his soul? What if profit a man to have to gain notoriety and all this achievement and lose his soul? What if profit a man to gain all these disciples and church members and all this money, all this stuff and lose his soul? What if profit a man to gain all this glory and lose his soul? It ain't worth it in the end. It may feel good now, but it's only temporary. You only get an inch of this rope in this life. You still got a whole eternity left of rope on the other side that you got to live. Because you're going to live forever. And you're going to be in like a burning sofa, or you're going to be on the new Jerusalem that's going to be coming down from the heavens to earth. And you don't want to forfeit it because of your own personal gain, your own pride. Your own flesh. 
for some members that ain't even yours for a hand clap that one day turn against you and point at you. Nah, man. It ain't worth it, man. Building a ministry. You be in the face. That's why I always tell myself, I'll never put my name on my name on anything of God. I don't give a that's not, I'm not putting my name on nothing. I don't want you to know my name. That's why I have no video. I don't want you to see my face. I refuse to to any inch of pride, any inch of God, taking God's glory. No, I refuse it. I am not. That's just my own personal conviction because I know myself. I don't want no gain. I don't want no hand clap from you. I don't want no glory. I hurt too many people. And I'm not no big time pastor. I'm just a, another, a person who just loved Jesus and who just who wanted to just come up in the church. That was enough for me. What well, it was two people I hurt, three. That's enough for me to change and repent. I don't want to find out in the end how many people I hurt, how many people I defer from Christ, how many people who hate Christ because of me. That's going to break my heart because I love Christ and I want to live with him forever. And I don't want nobody else to not be with him forever. That would, that would break my heart and I would be a failure. I care more about people. I care. And as a leader, you should too. And no glory is worth it, man. No earthly glory is worth that. So as a leader, if God entrusted people into you and you're an under-shepherd or you know, a teacher or evangelist or any type of leader and you see these people broken, man, and hurt, and they're and they looking for it, and they're looking to you, defer them to you know, go ahead and just guide them right to Christ. And you be there to help Jesus when he needs you. Other than that, get out the way. Please. Please get out the way. Because, I mean, like I said in the beginning, there is a way which seems right unto man, but the end thereof is death. There's a generation that is pure in their own eyes. But not, but not yet has been watched from their filthiness. Like I said, this is part two of ministry versus ministry. The next part, you know, I'll be talking from the perspective of a member and not a leader. All right, I love y'all. Leaders out there, be true leaders, man. And humble yourself and follow Christ. All right, peace. I'm running, fleeing you for lust. Straight sweat. Devil trying, but he knowing that he can't catch me. And we don't want what the world has to offer. You can catch me in the whip, I'm chilling with the fog. When I wake up in the morning, chilling with the fog. If I'm a prince or I'm a pawn, chilling with the fog. Get high with the most high, chilling with the fog. And you know when I die, chilling with the fog. I'm running, I'm flipping, I'm dipping, no slipping, no tripping, I'm dumb. No time to prepare, you scared, you already know that I'm coming. I'm already loaded, my brother, I tell you, I'm already loaded. I flip to the back of the Bible, who I'm about to pull up with something. That thing in my hand, it bang, you know that it stank like an onion. My other brothers, they can hang, man, I just came straight from the dungeon. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, well, I am still with the Holy Ghost. My tongue is on fire, man, this gotta be what it feel like the 
the devil, man.